Welcome to episode 214 of the Fredcast Cycling Podcast. This show was recorded during the week of August 4th, 2014. My name is David, and I'm a Fred. This week's episode of the Fredcast is brought to you by Jensen USA, where you'll find a fantastic selection of complete bikes, components, accessories, apparel, nutrition, and more, all at phenomenal prices with unparalleled customer service. When you need anything for cycling, simply go to JensenUSA.com slash TheFredCast. And now also buy Lynda.com. That's L-Y-N-D-A.com slash FredCast. Lynda.com will help anyone learn software, creative, and business skills to achieve personal and professional goals with their incredible library of classes and tutorials on a wide variety of subjects. Get a seven-day free trial simply by going to Lynda.com slash FredCast. Now, sit back, relax, and if you're riding your bike, hammer just a little bit harder because here comes... The Fred Cast. Hey, fellow Freds, welcome back to another episode of the Fred Cast. Great to be back with you. I hope, well, for those of you in the Northern Hemisphere, that you are having a great summer. And for those of you down under, uh, below the equator, I hope that your winter has not been too brutal and you've had an opportunity to get out and ride your bike or at least get on a trainer and get those pedals turning. It's been a great summer up here in Utah. Been busy, as you can tell. Uh, lots to talk to you about. But first, I need to thank our longtime devoted and loyal sponsor, Jensen USA at jensenusa.com slash thefredcast. I've told you before, Jensen USA is where you can find virtually anything you need for your cycling lifestyle, from components to accessories to apparel to complete bikes and everything in between. Great selection, fantastic prices, and literally unparalleled customer service. Now, right now at Jensen USA, they are having their summer clothing clearance. I mean, come on, it's the beginning of August. So you need this stuff right now. Clothing up to 80% off. It's a great deal. Go ahead and check it out at jensenusa.com slash the Fredcast. Now, I talked to you about customer service. I recently needed to buy a new grease gun for my Speedplay Zero pedals. Went to Jensen USA. They had it. Turned out they were out of stock. Now, that can happen. The level and amount of communication that I received about that out-of-stock uh, situation I mean, that was better than anything I've received from Amazon or or re- literally any other online retailer I've ever dealt with. And when I buy from them, they don't know that it's from the Fredcast. They just know that I'm just a regular customer. So I'm really always, I, I, I'm always impressed by the customer service we get from them. Go ahead and check them out, www.jensenusa.com slash the Fredcast. Thanks so much to them for their support. And thank you for supporting Jensen USA. Well, as I said, it has been a busy summer here at the Palatial Fredcast office suites. Uh, It's just been crazy, both with uh, day job travel, tons of travel, uh, and just general life. I've got a daughter getting ready to go to college, so you can imagine uh, how crazy it's been around here. But if you're not aware, at the beginning of July... Uh, well, actually, at the end of June, somehow I convinced my wife to allow me to spend a long July 4th weekend out of the country. 
in the UK using frequent flyer points to get myself over there to see, would you believe it, the grand depart of the Tour de France 2014. It was just an incredible experience, almost more so for the English fans uh, and the spectators and the way that Yorkshire in particular embraced the Tour de France uh, and it's coming to the UK. And I wrote an article about it. I put it in uh, the Bike Hugger magazine. If you're not familiar with that, go to bikehugger.com and you can learn a little bit more. But I also put my particular article with some photos up on the Fredcast website. So I would, uh, instead of going into the details of that experience. I wrote up the article. Uh, it was about three times longer than Byron from Bike Hugger asked for, but I think it came out nice and I think that you'll enjoy it. So go to thefredcast.com and check it out. I think that you will really find it to be a very, very interesting article. I, I hope that you do. Now, before we get into the meat of today's show, let me tell you a little bit about what we're going to do. I'm not going to do regular news today, but what I do have are four great interviews uh, that I took over the last week that I think that you will really enjoy. And then at the end, just before the Podsafe Cycling Music, oh, and by the way, stay tuned for that as well, because I have a little bit of an announcement there uh, as well. But just between the interviews and the Podsafe Cycling Music, I do have a number of recalls, which I've reported to you about on Twitter and Facebook, but that I also want to bring to you here, uh, and I don't want to wait until we do the next news show uh, before we bring those to you. So, four interviews, bunch of recalls, sorry, uh, and then Podsafe Cycling Music. And as I said, please stay tuned for the Podsafe Cycling Music. Uh, there is a little bit of an announcement uh, and a uh, dose of gratitude uh, that I would like to uh, bring to you at that point as well. So the interviews I'm going to be bringing to you over the next about 40 minutes or so uh, were recorded this week at the Outdoor Retailer Summer Market Trade Show. Now, let me set the stage for you. Outdoor Retailer produces two trade shows a year, both of them here at the Salt Palace in Salt Lake City, Utah. One in the early, uh, or pardon me, the mid-winter, usually late January to early February, and then one right about this time, uh, end of July, early August every year. Now, the one in the winter is called the Outdoor Retailer Winter Market, and the one in the summer is the Outdoor Retailer Summer Market. And to set the stage, what we see at these trade shows are products that will be on store shelves in sporting goods and outdoor specialty stores for the next season. So what a lot of what we saw this year at Outdoor Retailer Summer Market last week, we will see on store shelves next summer, so summer of 2015. So a lot of times we see products that uh, probably are not on the market yet. Now, I made sure that the products that I looked at are all available so that if you get excited and you like what you heard about, you can still go out and find them. Also, Outdoor Retailer, I got to be honest with you, is a lot of apparel for a camping gear, climbing gear, uh, and, and this year, just a ton of iPhone cases and uh, solar charging uh, cases and, and solar charging implements that you can take with you uh, camping and, and things like that. And so there's a lot at this show, footwear, sandals, things like that, that really are not appropriate for the audience of the Fredcast. So we do a little bit of scouring of the show, looking for products that we think that Freds, guys and gals like us, 
would be interested in for cycling or just for our cycling lifestyle. So I think I've got four products lined up for you and four interviews that fit that to a T. These were products that I found really, really interesting, and I hope that you will too. Well, let's get started with our first interview. Our first interview is with Clip. If you're not familiar with Clip, it is a very unique device that clips onto your iPhone. Sorry, Android folks, iPhone only and iOS products only at this point. It clips onto your iPhone, your iPad, or your iPod and gives you much more flexibility with the camera on those devices, providing macro, telephoto, and wide angle choices that you wouldn't have with the base stock Apple hardware. I think you're going to enjoy this. I've had fun playing with my Clip, and I'll try to post a lot of pictures to my Facebook and Twitter feeds, but, but let's get started. Here's my interview with Mark from Clip. Uh, before we get to the interview, there's one more thing I need to mention. When I brought all these audio files over to my computer, I record using an external microphone and my iPad. I realized that this one interview, none of the other ones, but just this one, had a really loud, audible buzz to it. And the more I thought about it, I realized that what I had done differently with this interview was I had set my iPad down on the display table in the Clip booth. And on that table was a display with, I believe it was a fluorescent uh, fixture. And that fixture must have caused the buzz, uh, either transferring through the iPad or through the microphone cable. And so then I had to do a bunch of post-processing on this file. Uh, you can still hear it a little bit, nowhere near as annoying as it was before. There's a little bit of clipping of our voices, but otherwise it's fine. There's some great content here. So bear with the buzz and enjoy the interview with Mark from Clip. We're in the Clip booth at Outdoor Retailer Summer Market 2014. I'm talking to Mark from Clip. Mark, you've taken me through the line, and we're going to take the listeners through it, but I think one of the things that's most interesting uh, is your founding. Tell me a little bit about how the company was started and where the idea came from. The, uh, the company started um, with our founder, Patrick O'Neill, and he um, is an avid photographer and been in the mobile device uh, consumer electronics business for most of his working life and he was just waiting for the perfect storm time to uh, release the lens and uh, he started on Kickstarter and uh, he was looking for uh, 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 he put the goal at 15k and he ended up getting 68k so uh, at that time he knew the product was relevant and uh, ready to go to market and so he brought it to market at that time. So tell us a little bit about Clip. you mentioned that it's a lens you mentioned mobile Give me sort of the 30,000-foot view of what Clip is all about. Clip is about uh, being uh, simple and elegant and spontaneous. And so we just wanted, we wanted to have a lens that would be able to mount on the phone uh, very, very quickly and be able to take off very quickly and, most importantly, get that photo posted on your social media. Now, we mentioned that my listeners are cyclists primarily road cyclists, so we don't have a lot of storage space. We, we used to take our compact digital cameras with us, and now most of us are just carrying our iPhones with us. What are you solving for my listeners with the Clip? Well, additional with your, with, with your listeners and whatnot, and also in the outdoor world camping, is the how simple and easy and the lightweight and compact, how small it is and how it can just fit in your pocket 
or in a little pouch on your bike or whatnot. Nice. So when we're out riding, we're a little bit limited by the lens that's on the current batch of Apple devices that are out there. What can we get with the various products that you have? Because I see a rate around me, a lot of different products. So take me through the range of what kinds of lenses you can help the listeners with on their iPhones. Okay, so our, our, our flagship lens would be our 4-in-1 lens, which means that we have a fisheye, a wide angle, and if you unscrew either side of the barrels, which is where the fisheye wide, wide angle lens is at, there's macro lenses. So on one side in, on the clip itself, there's a 15 times magnification, which means it's it's 15 times stronger than the naked eye. Uh, and then on the other side of the barrel, where the wide angle is, if you unscrew that barrel, there is a 10 times magnification. So if you want to get, for people who may not be familiar with macro, if you want to get really close in on that flower or that piece of fabric, that's what you'll get with the macro lens. Yeah, it's quite simple. You just unscrew the barrel and you, you set the distance and, and press the button and you got a fantastic photo. Okay, so a 4-in-1 lens that just slides right onto the iPhone, really easy. What if they have a case on their iPhone? If you have a case, you, you have three options. Uh, we, uh, we produce our own case, which, which uh, really uh, helped out the solution. Uh, it makes it quite simple and elegant to uh, slide on and off the uh, lens. Or you don't use a case at all. Or if you do have a case, you just must take your case off to achieve the use our lens system. But you showed me your case before, and it's really kind of innovative because it's, it's not just a case. It does a lot more. Tell me about that. Okay, so what our case does, uh, the top uh, right corner pivots over and uh, presses against the plus button, which is a shutter release button. So when you push our button on the shutter release button, it actually takes a photo of whatever you're trying to achieve. And the button looks like the way it's set up like a, a camera button. And by sliding it over, it gives you the room to put the lens on there, right? Yeah, when you slide it over, it makes the room so you can put the lens directly onto the raw iPhone. And there's also a couple of other innovative features of your case. Yeah, the, the other uh, real innovative piece would be our uh, photo adapter. Quick, And what our photo adapter does is uh, you slide it on, and so you, you slide on the photo adapter onto the case itself, and then you'll be able to mount a tripod, monopod, or any sort of follow cam like what a lot of the uh, skateboarders and snowboarders like to use. And additionally, on the adapter itself, there's a cold shoe mount, so you'll be able to mount a mic or a light to do any uh, light studio recordings. So it really does replace, uh, allow you to replace a standard camera because now you've got all of the lenses, you've got the mounts, everything is all there in one piece. So that's your four-in-one, and that's your case, but you have a couple of other products as well. Yeah, before, I, before we go any forward, as far as replacing the DSLR, that's not what we're trying to achieve. We're just trying to make it easier and simpler for, for our customer base. There will always be a reason to have that DSLR, and we're just an additional accessory to, to that person that uses the DSLR. It's a great point. Tell us about your other products as well. Okay, so our other second product would be our telephoto lens, which is a two times magnification. Um, and it simply just mounts on the raw iPhone, and uh, it's similar to, I guess, it, on a, I guess on a beginner uh, terms, it would be something like a binocular. So it brings that subject quite a bit closer what you normally be able to achieve with the iPhone lens. And the thing that a lot of people don't re realize, unfortunately, with their iPhone, is they'll 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 use two fingers to try to zoom in, but what they're really using is the digital zoom, and they're losing a lot of re resolution by doing that, right? Yeah, that's correct. With, uh, I would say you're, you're losing resolution if you have the iPhone 4, 4S, and or the 5. 
With the 5S, you're not losing as much resolution. So it really works well, our telephoto with the 5S, if you do zoom in. The accessory also that comes with our telephoto is our circular polarizer lens. And that simply uh, slides right on the lens itself. And there's a little dial on there that you adjust to uh, correct the clarity of what you want to achieve. Works really well in any water sports, anywhere, uh, snow, uh, you know, fishing, surfing, anything like that as well if there's glare in a window. So if you're looking through a window and there's glare, you can turn that little dial and magically the, the glare goes away. And I think everybody's probably experienced all of those at one point in the past. Finally, your macro lens. Okay, so our macro lens, it's, a, it's called the macro three-in-one lens. So there's three lenses on the one clip. So we have a 21 times magnification, 14 times magnification, and a seven times magnification. It also comes with some accessories that, uh, that mounts to the lens itself, which is called the InstaFocus hood. The InstaFocus hood gives you the perfect focal point, meaning that when you set that lens down on a subject, it instantly focuses right to that subject, and you get the perfect shot. And diffuses the light, so you get the right light as well, right? Yes, sir. It diffuses the light, so it eliminates much of the shading, and it just puts in just enough light, so the whole photo, what you're shooting, is all the same light. Nice. Now, uh, you've got all of these products for which models of Apple devices? Okay, this might be a little confusing, but uh, it's quite simple. So all our products will fit the iPhone 4, 4S, other than the macro 3-in-1 lens. Um, do you want me to go through each one of them? Would that be Okay, so the 4, 4S lens, that would be what would work for the auto clip would be the case, which is called the quick clip case the 4-in-1 uh, lens and the telephoto lens. Primarily, we, we promote the 4S lens with the telephoto lens. It will work with the 4, but it works a lot better with the 4S. Um, for the 5, 5, 5S, we would have the uh, quick flip case, the 4-in-1 lens, the telephoto lens with the uh, CPL, which is the uh, uh, circular polarizer lens, and additionally, the uh, latest lens, which would be our macro 3-in-1 lens. The 5C, we do have a specialty lens for that, which is our 3-in-1 lens, which is similar to our uh, original lens system that we created uh, from the starting. And then finally, you also have them for the iPad. We do have one for the iPad as well, which we recently uh, released as well. And that one is the same lens as the 4-in-1 lens. So it has the fisheye wide angle and the two macros, which would be the 15 times and the 10 times macro. And that's the iPad mini retina and the iPad Air, is that correct? That is absolutely correct. Price points. Okay, so the 4-in-1 lens for all the models is $69.99. The macro 3-in-1 is $69.99. The telephoto lens is $99.99. And the case is $39.99. And we do have a combo kit for the 4-in-1 and the case for $99.99. Now, if people aren't quite sure, yeah, what's this going to look like? And they maybe want to see some, some sample images, besides obviously going to your website. Where else would you recommend that they look? I would highly recommend for you to go to our uh, Instagram account and then go over to our hashtag, AllTheClip. It's hashtag AllTheClip. And take a look at there. We have roughly a little over 600,000 different photos. And you could get a great idea from the whole spectrum of different photos, the diversity of what we have and what's going on with our lenses. Now, uh, I do want you to mention your website. But besides your website, if people want to uh, go to a Brick-and-mortar retail store, where can they find your products? Brick-and-mortar, I would say, I guess it would be B&H Photo, 
but you know our our, our main um, partner would be Apple, and as well Best Buy. And give us your website as well. Alloclip.com. That's spell that for everybody. O l l o c l i p dot com. Excellent, Mark. Thank you for showing us the Alloclip and telling us a little bit about your product. My pleasure. Well, one of the things that Mark mentioned about the Alloclip is the fact that it's got a cold shoe, which means that you could put an external light right onto your phone. And literally just a few steps away from the Alloclip booth, I came upon my friends from Nog. Uh, we've talked about Nog here on the show before and their blinder lights and some of the great products that they've got, locks and everything else. And Hugo from Nog, uh, who I think was escaping the winter down under and decided to come up to Salt Lake City for this show, took us through their line, not only looking at what's new in the way of lights for your bike, but also lights for your camera and more. Here's my interview with Hugo from Nog. I think all of you know that when I come to outdoor retailer, I sometimes struggle to look for the right products for the cycling world. And so it's always wonderful when I come across friends from the cycling industry who are here at Outdoor Retailer showing and we're in the Nog booth and we've certainly had Nog on the show before. But let's remind everybody a little bit about the lights that Nog produces. We're standing in front of some of your blinders. Let's talk about those. Okay, hi David, thanks. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the blinder range is a, a range of lights that we've had in the market now for probably three years. Um, the most recent of those has uh, hit the market about five months ago, and that's the, the range of arc lights, which are 550 lumens. Um, so what we did basically with all the blinder lights is we said, we're going to leave behind the alkaline batteries and we're going to really concentrate on a high quality product, which has rechargeable batteries, lithium polymer, um, and ensure that they're completely waterproof um, and that the, the overall build quality is signif significantly higher than what we've done before. So um, we've come up with some, some really stunning designs, which is what NOG is really well, well known for, um, particularly in, in the mixture of uh, die-cast aluminium and silicon. So we keep the silicon signature that we've always had. Um, and some really cool ways of being able to fix this to the to your bar without having to use tools. So the, the key things that Nog was always known for, we've continued to to, uh, to to champion on the new lights, and they've done really well. Like it, within the European and overseas markets now, uh, these the new arcs at 550 lumens are really the probably make up some of our biggest selling products. Build quality, I think, has always been one of the hallmarks in my mind of of what you do. But but the mounting assembly. I've always really liked, and the rechargeable aspect. One of the things that I really love about my Nog lights is I can easily take them off my handlebars or my seat post, plug them into my computer if I want to, and charge them via USB. What about the arc lights? Yeah, well look, they're exactly the same. Um, both the arc lights and the road lights are designed um, so that you have an integrated USB that folds out. Now the benefit of that is that they're 100% waterproof, they're waterproof down to one metre, um, and you don't have any possibility of water ingress. So there's no plastic uh, or rubber uh, plugs that you actually fill in where you've got cables. You, if you lose the cable, you can still plug it straight into the computer. Um, so there's really, that's designed for the convenience of being able to use it. The other thing, uh, when we're talking about arc lights, it's probably worth pointing out that, that when we developed these products, we actually wanted to look at different genres of cycling. So arc is really for mountain biking or for, for hardcore commuters. Then the road lights, which are two and 300 lumens, are designed specifically for road bikes. So what we did is we said, let's look at the different genres of cycling urban commuting, 
mountain bike, road, and actually design a light for each of those styles of riding, rather than just a 100, 200, 300 lumen light. Um, and so you end up with the, the lightest weight um, 300 lumen uh, light on the market. Um, and one which actually sits within the cockpit of your bike that's, that's sympathetic with the design of your bike, that looks like it should be there, not something which is sort of uh, just an add-on. And, and even all of the rear lights that we have are stealth, they're small, they, they, look, they don't look like you've got a bike light, they look like they're part of the frame. So it's that one of the really key aesthetics that we tried to get into that, that range of designs. And I think what's important for people to remember, and this is the reason why I love your products, so, you know, personal endorsement, is because not only do they look good, not only are they easy to mount, easy to recharge, but they're just as functional as the ones, and sometimes even more functional, than the ones that are kind of clunky and ugly, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, well, the, the beauty is you don't have any tools. So, so, you know, you don't need to put tools in your pocket. You can take them on and off your bike. They won't scratch your frame because there's no plastic shims and there's no nothing like that. Um, so you can be running two or three different bikes and you can take the one the one light off, put it in your pocket and put it back on another bike without having to worry about, you know, tools, screws, screwdrivers, or, or getting your fingers sore by un unscrewing things. So it's really simple. Now, I don't want to dwell on this because this is really not the focus of what you're showing here at OR. While people I've seen have been attracted to it, you've got some new lights specifically for photography, for video. Let's start with the one that you've got over here uh, that I first saw paired with a GoPro, but it's so much more than that. Tell us about this new product. Okay, so the, the NOG is well known for, for lighting. So we, we wanted to take a lot of the technology that we had and we developed within our bike lights and stretch the brand to actually incorporate video lighting. So um, we've developed a light we call Kudos, and uh, spelled Q-U-D-O-S. Um, Kudos is really the first light designed for GoPro. So um, on many levels, it's, uh, it partners with, with any action camera. Um, it comes with the mounting brackets. Um, we've designed it so that the, the, uh, every spec in relation to the GoPro is matched with this particular lighting. So a GoPro is fantastic. It's, it's a, it takes incredible footage, but when the light goes down, you can't use it because it basically is, it's got a low light setting, but you need light for it to work. Um, it's a 400 lumen light that's got a lithium polymer battery. Uh, it's replaceable and rechargeable with USB. So, about, so the battery you can swap out with another battery. Um, it has three different optic settings, which actually match exactly the GoPro uh, video setting. So you've got a narrow, a wide, and an ultra-wide setting. And the, so the light will be cast to actually match that uh, field of view for the, the, um, the camera. Uh, it's got high and low settings, and the battery will then last somewhere between about 45 minutes and four hours, depending on which setting you've got it on. Um, but it, you know, at waterproof setting, it's, every unit is tested to 60 metres, but we warrant it to 40 metres, so they're individually tested. So for scuba diving where you've got low light, it's absolutely perfect. Um, and we've been testing these now for six months in the field, and, and everyone's uh, come back with just rave reviews about how they work underwater and how they work when you're snowboarding and how they work when you're mountain biking. So they're really, really versatile. One of the things I think my listeners probably don't know is that in a previous life, I was a scuba instructor. And if there's one thing that people sometimes forget, you know, the deeper you go, you start losing pure white light. So you start losing some of the colors in uh, uh, the spectrum of light. Bringing a light with you, with your GoPro, you're going to start getting those colors back, get much more vibrant colors, more vibrant video, more vibrant shots than you would otherwise, right? That's right, exactly. And the color temperature for the light is, is uh, 5,000 Kelvin, so it's designed specifically for this. It's a... a, a 
great colour, white balance. Um, and the both that camera, but it also will work with digital SLR. So it'll work with your Nikon and your Canon that now, until now, have been, you know, you have to re rely on a speed lighter or their lighting system. But of course, they have video as part of the functions of the cameras. And, um, and this light is really specifically designed to be used right across that spectrum of video products. And it mounts right in the hot shoe of your DSLR. It does. It's got a cold shoe attachment, which will also work on a tripod. And so you can just hook it on there, and that comes as part of that whole kit. And so whether you're using a DSLR, uh, a GoPro, or any other action cam, you can mount this right next to it and get that, that missing light. That's right. Um, all for about uh, 105 grams. So, you know, as far as the weight and the, the overall approach, it's a very, very neat package, which, which really won't impact the, the way you play sport or the way you deal with your action act activities. What about a price point on that? So the Kudos comes at $120 retail, um, which we tried to price it in a very similar um, price point to all of the other GoPro high-end GoPro accessories. Uh, and, and so that's really, at the moment, that'll be available in the US in the next couple of weeks at that price point. I think B and H and Amazon will have the first, the first products arriving in a week or two. Moving along to your iPhone accessories. This is kind of neat. Tell everybody what we're looking at here. Okay, so the iPhone is another video light. So it's, uh, we have two, two models uh, under a brand name called Expose. So the Expose Smart Light is actually a Bluetooth light that comes with an app on the iPhone. It's a, a very small module which is complete with battery. It's got nine LEDs, about 120 lumens, which means that you can take effective video to around about four meters. The, the current um, iPhone obviously has a, a light in it, but it works for about a metre and a half. So it's ideal um, for the sort of situation where you find yourself wanting to actually capture video, home movies and things, and you're using your iPhone, but there's not enough light. Um, the, the unit itself uh, has got a, a plug, which will plug into the connector end, but it can be used because of the Bluetooth uh, connectivity up to about 20 metres away. And the app will control up to nine different lights. And you can control the intensity of the lights and the color temperature of those lights off your app and then take video footage from within that app. And that just hooks back into your library like a normal um, video accessory. Um, so they're going to retail for around about $55. Uh, they're available in about eight weeks within the US market. Uh, and we're pretty excited because um, we've obviously we've got a lot of work to do with the distribution, but um, the response at the show has been incredible to that because most people have got an iPhone and they're sitting there saying, well, yeah, I can see the, I can see the problem. Um, you know, it really does fill uh, a big gap within the market. Yeah, What's the price point on that, do you think? $55. $55. Yeah. Now, a case as well. That's right. Well, the, the case, the, I think there's going to be some people who really like the idea of a, a, a unit that won't impact, uh, they can have in their pocket on their keychain. And then we thought there's a whole range of people who actually just want to be able to, um, you know, they currently use a bumper case. Uh, so what about putting that whole functionality with a battery uh, into the case so that at any time you can take a video just, just by turning it on, turning on your case and you've got enough light to be able to, to take video wherever you are. So uh, that unit is actually going to be $39, a little bit cheaper because it doesn't have the Bluetooth accessory because you've always got it connected. Um, so it's, it's, it's targeted really at a price point where it's you know, going to be very, very accessible to anyone who's into iPhoneography or taking photos uh, with the iPhone and just needs a little bit more light. Okay, my eyes kind of got really big when you said the price because there's an integrated battery in that as well as the nine LEDs at, I mean, 
to me, a market stopping price. Yeah, that's right. The battery, the battery won't be used for the iPhone. So you, okay. So just to, to clarify, it, but it doesn't mean that it means that it won't drain your battery. Uh, so it'll it'll last. It takes around about half an hour of video on one charge. And like I've had mine in my pocket now for three months. I've charged it twice. Um, and I take a lot of video. So you know, video, uh, with an iPhone, 15 seconds for Instagram, beautiful. You know, a minute and a half for a family video. You, you're not really taking half an hour videos in, in one shot. Yeah. Wow, really nice. Well, it's nice to see Nog at the show. It's nice to see you again. Let everybody know where they can get more information. Okay, well, our Nog site, which www.nog.com.au, is probably your best first stop, but um, there's a lot of information on the web. You can just you can Google um, Kudos uh, or Nog Kudos or, or Nog, and you'll find information locally. And just so everybody remembers, Kudos is Q-U-D-O-S, and Nog is K-N-O-G. Great to see you. Fantastic. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks, David. That's great. One of the areas in the cycling world that I think has seen just a revolution over the last decade has been in bike computers. Now, I remember when I first got into cycling and we were lucky (laughs) if we just had speed and distance on our handlebars, but now we have so much more. And there's this constant one-upsmanship, if you will, especially when it comes to GPS devices. We've seen them from everybody from Garmin to Cyclops and everybody in between. And I had the opportunity to stop by and visit with the folks from Magellan. Now, Magellan has been around for many, many, many years doing all sorts of uh, tools for navigation and They've recently come out with their Cyclo series of bike computers with integrated GPS and so much more, and I had the opportunity to talk to them about their latest Cyclo series computers. A company that's been at Outdoor Retailer for many, many years uh, is GPS manufacturer Magellan, and this year they brought out something that has really wowed me. I'm here talking to Sam. Sam, tell me about the unit, what it is that you're holding in your hands. Thanks, David. Yeah, it, this is the uh, new Cyclo product that we've just brought to market a couple of months ago. Absolutely amazing unit. I've been using it uh, since we brought it to market, and uh, I'm pretty blown away by it. The overarching um, goal, really, was to make a unit that was simple to use for everybody. So whether you're an absolute Uber enthusiast or if you just like to go out for casual rides and have some nav assist, this thing does it all, um, and it's very, very easy to use. When you look at the, the startup screen, basically, it's, it's intuitively obvious what almost every button there is for, with the exception of Surprise Me. Um, immediately piqued my interest, so that was the first button that I pushed. And what it basically does is auto-routing for you. So it's, it's a cool feature, um, particularly if you're like me and you like to go to areas you've never been before, and you don't really know what's around you. You can program either in distance or time how long you'd like to ride, and then this unit will automatically present you with up to three routes. Um, then it will show you the attributes of each route and how difficult they may be, the slope rating, et cetera, of the ride, um, the ascent length, everything. And you can pick and choose then within those choices it's given you which one you want to go on. You hit the go button and you're on your way with turn-by-turn direction on that ride, closed loop, back to where you started. If you don't like anything that you're seeing, then you can go in and change the parameters, either less time, more time, less miles, more miles. But very cool feature. So for me, I travel a ton for my day job. And uh, I rent bikes all over the country, literally all over the world. And so that feature would be really helpful for me. What are some of the personal parameters that I can put in so that it knows what kind of a ride to create for me? Oh, it's very awesome because one of the first things that you have to do when you get the unit is basically set up your profile. So you're going to tell it, you know, number one, how old you are, um, how much you weigh, 
And then you're going to get into the specifics of the bikes you own. Um, again, most of the guys and gals that ride a lot usually have both a road and an MTB, so they're going to go put those profiles together. They're going to load in the sensors that are on each of those bikes, um, and they're going to have that profile saved so that every time they power up this unit, it's immediately going to look for the sensors on that bike, and you can immediately start riding. Um, and then you get into the routing aspect of it, which is pretty cool because, again, you can tell it you know, to allow or disallow major roads, um, any of the uh, cycle routes that you prefer, unpaved, you know, is that okay, not okay, um, on and on. And, and therefore, the algorithms consider all that information each and every time they route you per your request on either time or distance. It's a really cool feature, something I haven't seen before and I definitely need to play with. But um, let's talk about just the basic bike computer GPS functions that are built in and the different kinds of sensors that uh, this unit will interface with. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty wicked in that regard because it does cover, you know, HRM, speed and cadence, power, as well as Shimano DI2. Um, and on the DI2 side, both road and the new XTR that's coming out later in the year. So you've got the ability to see all the information you could want on the DI2 system, which is really awesome. Um, and then because the 505 in particular supports Bluetooth, you'll also be compatible with all the Bluetooth sensors that will be coming to market over the next few years. Um, and then, of course, on SAC and HRM, you know, we're, we're compatible with over 140 amp plus sensors. So it's going to be pretty uh, rare that you can't find one or already own one that we don't already work with. So your, your amp plus heart rate monitors, your, your, your power meters, all of your Bluetooth uh, that exists now and will exist in the future. You also have Wi-Fi built in. Tell us about that and how that functionality works. This one is a, is a, a game changer for a lot of folks because they, they hate wiring up to transfer rides. Um, to Strava and so forth. So the Wi-Fi sync capability of the 505 unit in particular is very cool. Once you set up your account on MagellanCyclo.com and you plug in the fact that you've got a Strava account and the login information for that, um, you're pretty much good to go. The next time you finish a ride, you know, whether you're at a Starbucks or another Wi-Fi uh, zone or you ride up to the house, you literally just hit the Wi-Fi sync button and it'll upload your ride to Strava automatically. Now, besides Strava, what other services uh, uh, do you work with? We're working on Endemondo right now, Training Peaks, and MapMy. So um, within probably the next six to eight weeks, you'll also have the same auto sync um, up to the cloud at that point for all four services, major services. Um, but today, on those three, you'd have to wire up in order to load your rides to those sites. So if you're working on your Strava KOMs, <laughs> this unit's going to upload those automatically, and you'll be able to steal those KOMs from your buddies as quickly as possible. What about interfacing with your Android or iPhone? A uh, very cool feature that comes um, with this because of the Bluetooth capability, we support both Android and iOS-based iPhones. So um, no longer do you have any limitations of iPhone only. Um, you've got the entire market covered with compatibility. And what kind of functions do you get? Um, you know, it's, it's pretty cool really because a lot of us, we throw our phone in the back um, or in the pack and we miss a plethora of calls, which is really a bummer, especially if it's your wife or your girlfriend or whatever. So with this capability we've incorporated in the Cyclo unit, now you can see SMSs come across the head unit as well as phone calls. Um, particularly if the contact is in your phone book, you'll see their name and their number up on the screen and you can decide whether to take that call or not. And obviously if it's a 911 um, text message from somebody you care about, you're gonna hop off the bike and take that. But it's very cool to have the ability to look at that and make that call real time as opposed to miss those um, things altogether. Yeah. Now, speaking of 911, since you brought it up, what about the emergency functions built into the unit? 
So this is a wicked feature, the Where Am I feature, and um, it's only compatible with Android because of some iOS limitations that we can't overcome, but if you have an Android phone, um, you can pre-program your head unit with a text message as well as a uh, phone number, and in the event you took a bad spill, broken arm, broke a leg, gassed your head open, whatever, you could push one SMS button on the screen of that head unit, and it would automatically send that, that emergency message to your contact that you specified. Um, if you're riding in an area where there is no family or nobody close that you can send that kind of thing to, then you'd program in the local police station or the local sheriff station, have that number in there and just a, I need help. And it'll automatically send a text message with your Latlon position so that they can come and assist you. Uh, one of the things we sort of glossed over and I really want to return to, you mentioned that it's DI2 compatible uh, and that people can can get that information on their screen. Tell them what, what they'd be able to see on their screen and any alerts that might come up. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can program in your cassette and uh, crank, all right, so that it, it knows exactly what you're riding with. And then you can see up to four fields, um, and it tells you exactly what gear you're in, basically, which is, is awesome. You no longer have to look between your legs to figure out what's going on. Right. You can see it right up on the head unit, and it's almost instantaneous in response as well. So the moment you hit the, the lever and shift, you're going to see that gear um, and the DI2 battery power, which is probably one of the most important parameters you want to keep an eye on. All right, you cross, cross uh, gear, it's going to tell you that as well, right? Yeah, cross-chaining, it'll give you a red alarm. It'll light up everything red so that you know you're doing that. Um, and we will have in a future release of software the ability to disable in the event you tend to spend more time in that type of situation. <laughs> None of us do that on climbs or anything like that. Um, I, th I suppose the elephant in the room question that I just have to ask is uh, kind of the 800-pound gorilla. Sorry, I've now mixed my, my animals there. The 800-pound gorilla in the space is Brand G. How do you see that this uh, competes with, compares to Brand G? I think there's you know at least two or three major areas where I, I believe we shine um, against that competing product line. I think User interface usability, I think, is the, the first and foremost item that I'd bring to the table is, as a big advantage. Ours is so simple to use, you know, even if you've never used a cyclic computer before. Um, you know, case in point, when I got this product, I didn't look at the QSG or the manual at all. I just jumped right in. I had this thing figured out in about five minutes. And that, that to me, is the ultimate in usability. And I think that's important because that's the number one comment we get back from consumers is that many of these devices are way too complicated. So we went overboard in making this very easy to use and you really don't have to go down more than one or two layers in order to set all the parameters you need. Secondly, I'd call out probably the fact that we've got this thing loaded with content. So not only do you have open street map maps, um, which tend to lend themselves to, to off-roading and mountain biking, um, you've also got the full tele-atlas database as well. So you can even use this thing for car navigation. And, and so the great news is, when you pick this thing up, you don't have to go out and buy anything. You're all set, you're ready to go. You power it on, you put in a few parameters, and you're off cycling. Whether it's off-road, on-road, doesn't matter. Uh, it's got a color screen. I'm sure there's some technical details you can tell us about the color screen, but I think most importantly that uh, the question that, that people ask when they see a screen like that, because it is brilliant, is well, what about the battery life? Battery life is up to 12 hours. I mean, clearly with a transflective screen like this, you really don't need any backlight at all during the day. I mean, it's going to be very bright, very vibrant. So what I've tried to do whenever I ride with it, and, and certainly anybody else that rides with it, you're going to optimize all your settings to preserve as much battery as possible. Um, if you're doing really long haul riding, um, I'd recommend you take a battery backup because whether you got you know 10 hours, 12 hours, 18 hours, doesn't really matter. 
you'll chew that up pretty fast, especially if you've got sensors powered and everything else. Um, but yeah, very bright, vibrant screen. Um, it's a pleasure to ride with. And you know, the nice part too is that it's IPX7, so you can sweat all over it. You can be in a rainstorm, doesn't matter. I mean, it's a, it's a rugged, robust unit and it's got a lot of cool features. Okay, the, all that being said, you have kind of two different lines, if you will, of the same product. What's the difference between the two of them? And uh, what kind of price points are we talking about? And what's included with each? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think when you look at the 505, that's really our premium offering. And, you know, you can buy it standalone um, or bundled with HRM and SAC. Uh, the standalone unit retails at uh, 429 and the bundled unit goes 499 So even with the standalone unit, you're getting a universal mount if you want to stem it or whatever. And you've also got an out front mount included. You've got the USB cable, AC adapter, you know, pretty complete package. And then if you don't have any sensors, you go ahead and buy the bundle and you've got AMP Plus, HRM, and speed and cadence. Um, on the 315, what we've basically done is this is for more of a casual rider, somebody that, you know, doesn't train a lot, doesn't need all the sensor support and all that other fun stuff. So there is no power um, sensor support in the 315. You still have HRM, speed and cadence, AMP Plus based. You don't have Wi-Fi and you don't have Bluetooth. But again, fully capable unit and supports all the sensors that most everybody has today. Uh, price point on that is $359 on the standalone and $429 on the bundle. Lots of information, probably lots of information we haven't covered. Where can people get more information and more importantly, where can people buy these? Well, certainly you can go to MagellanGPS.com uh, and find out all about it, all the specs for those that are into specs. Um, we also have some, some key relationships with Shimano uh, and QBP that are our master distributors for this product, both to the IBDs and to mass retail. So um, it's readily available just about everywhere at this point. And uh, again, you'll get great support on the product as well. Sam, it's been a pleasure learning about the product and spending time with you. Thanks for joining us on the Fredcast. Thank you, David. Loved it. Now, last but not least, among our interviews from Outdoor Retailer Summer Market 2014, I ran across a company that looks to solve a problem that all of us have, yes, we all have it, with our kit uh, and with a lot of the apparel that we use for our various outdoor pursuits. I had the opportunity to stop by the Sport Suds booth in a strange convergence of day job and podcasting world. Uh, I think that you will find this very interesting because I do believe it will solve a problem for you. Here's my interview with Sport Suds. I happen to stop by and meet with Paul here at Sport Suds. Paul, tell us a little bit about what Sport Suds is. Sport Suds is a non-resident residue odor eliminating laundry detergent okay it's a laundry detergent so my listeners right now are thinking i'm going to yawn a little bit why should they care sports suds is going to fix your technical fabrics that have this embedded odor that you just can't get rid of and not only that it's going to improve the technical performance of those fabrics so my listeners primarily are road cyclists a lot of lycra, a lot of spandex, uh, the chamois materials that we use. A lot of us are also wearing, at different times of the year, Gore-Tex and other technical fabrics. And I think we've probably all experienced having a cycling jersey, as an example, that we love, but we had to get rid of, because we just couldn't get the odor out of it. What is it about sports suds that's different than, I don't know, I'll pick a name out of the air, Tide? Right. That, and by the way, that's exactly why we, we created sports suds. 
Tide, as you say, or any other conventional detergent is designed, believe it or not, to deliberately leave behind deposits, we call them residue, in your fabric after the wash. So an example of that would be uh, fabric softening agents, static reducers, optical brighteners, or even fragrance is a synthesized chemical that's left in your clothes after the wash. The problem with that, which, which necessarily isn't a problem for general laundry, but for technical fabrics, those components left in your fabric will hinder the performance of your fabric from wicking and cooling and drying your skin. But also it entraps bacteria, provides a food source for the bacteria, and doesn't necessarily wash away contaminants which are causing an odor. Contaminants like uh, fragrances, cologne, campfire smoke, suntan lotion, all of those are going to add to your kits smelling not as the same as they used to when they were new. So, so then what is different about the formulation of sports sides? And, and by the way, when you're answering that question, We've heard of other similar kinds of products before. So not only what is different about sports suds from conventional laundry detergent, but what's different between your product and some of those others we've heard about. Right. Sports suds is a non-residue detergent, which means it's designed fundamentally from the ground up to leave nothing behind after it washes. When your clothes are in the wash with sports suds, it dislodges oils, bacteria, contaminants, holds them, in the holds them in suspension in the water, and then washes them away. So after the wash, there's nothing left in your clothes except a bare, clean fabric fiber. There's no fragrance, there's no additives. Your clothes have, are perfectly clean so that there's no place for bacteria to harbor, and there's no food source. It takes longer for them to, to get stinky, and they feel a lot more comfortable. What about the price difference between a product like Sport Suds uh, and a conventional laundry detergent? Sure. Uh, Sport Suds is definitely a product used for a specific purpose, and it is priced higher. The materials we're using are specialty. So you're looking at about 38 cents a load for Sport Suds, and a conventional detergent you can reach, depending on whether you're using a high end or low end, there's a range between maybe 10 cents and approaching 50 cents a load. So while you may not want to spend the money using it for your linens, your towels, your regular clothes. Could you? For sure. In fact, some of our people will start washing their kits with sports suds and then think about their musty towels, who, who they can never get clean, try it, find out that towels for once in the past six years come out clean now, and then they start using it on their clothes and other, their, their kids' clothes, you know, and then their general family clothes, and the whole family says, this is a product that they can use for anything. Now, I'm going to ask you, I asked you before, and I'm guessing looking at your wrist and you're wearing a road ID, but what, uh, what was the impetus for the development of the product? This is, it's clear um, when you have tons and tons of laundry and gear and you just can't get it clean and you, you have favorites in that laundry pile that you don't want to throw away but you can no, can no longer wear in public, um, there has to be some way to fix it. So we use sports sets as a way to fix that. Uh, where can people buy the product if they're interested in, in checking it out? Right now in the United States, you can buy the product online on our website on Amazon.com, and each week now we're signing up new retailers. So. Uh, tell everybody where your website is so that they can get more information. Sportsuds.com.
Excellent. Thanks so much for uh, taking the time to, to do the audio interview. I'm going to give it a try, and we'll see how well it works on, and trust me, I have some stinky kit, so we'll see how it works. Thanks again. My pleasure, David. Well, those are my interviews from the Outdoor Retailer Summer Market 2014. I will be back there again in February, walking the floors, trying to find more and more products of interest to the Fredcast community. I hope you enjoyed those four interviews as much as I enjoyed doing them. Those are some really cool products, and hopefully you'll have a chance to check them out. Well, it has been a few weeks since we've done a Fredcast, and that means, unfortunately, that the recalls, the product recalls, have piled up. And I do like to bring those to you uh, whenever I do a Fredcast to make sure that you're kept abreast of all of those issues. We talked about this on the Spokesman podcast recently. Uh, uh, specifically, whether or not the industry does a, a good enough job uh, letting consumers know about these recalls and what more, what steps, particularly retailers, IBDs can take uh, in giving you that information when you walk through the door. So if you have the opportunity, I'd recommend that you go back and you listen to that episode. Uh, we, we titled it Crotchety Old Men. So if you're looking for it, you can just search for that. Uh, that's at www.the-spokesmen.com. So I've got a couple of retail, uh, excuse me, recalls to bring to you today. So I will be relatively brief, but I wanted to walk you through each one of them so that you are at least aware and then you can go back and read the CPSC, the Consumer Product Safety Commission recall notices that are linked in the show notes. So without further ado, here come this week's product recalls. Okay, the first product recall is from the Cycling Sports Group. They're recalling GT mountain bikes due to a crash hazard. The problem here is that the wheel hubs could break and cause the brake system to fail, therefore posing crash and injury hazards to the consumer. Not a huge recall. There's only about 120 of these bikes in the United States and about 32 in Canada, but the recall involves all 2014 GT Fury Expert and 2014 GT Fury Team downhill mountain bikes. The Fury Expert is blue and red and white, uh, and the Fury Team is black, lime green, and blue. Uh, as with all of these, uh, if you suspect, even suspect that your bike is involved or the product that we're talking about is involved, stop using it. Go to your local de uh, dealer. Check out the links in the show notes to where you can get more information before you ride your bike again. So those are GT bikes that have been recalled. Next up, uh, Turn is recalling some of their uh, bicycles uh, for... Uh, an issue with the bike frame that could crack at the hinge. Remember, these are folding bicycles. Uh, the hinge on the top tube, uh, thereby uh, posing a fall hazard. There's about 650 of these in the United States and about 20 in Canada. This involves the turn Link Uno, Link D7i, Link D8, Link P as in Papa 9, Link P7i, and the Link P24H models. These are turn brand adult folding bicycles. So uh, if you've got one of those, go ahead and check that out and see whether or not it, it is involved in the recall. BMC is recalling three models of their bikes due to a fall hazard. The problem here is that the forks could break uh, above, they could crack or break above the brake mount thereby posing a fall hazard. Uh, there are about 160 of these bikes involved. These are the BMC Alpen Challenge, Mass Challenge, and Urban Challenge bikes, all with a Prebic 
Forks. That's A-P-R-E-B-I-C. So go ahead and check and see if one of uh, if your bike uh, is covered by that recall. And finally, we've got some recalls from Scott and Trek. Uh, now, the first one involves about 2,000 bicycles in the United States. Uh, uh, Scott was recalling Speedster bicycles, specifically the Speedster 30 and 40 and the Contessa Speedster 25 and 35 road bikes. The problem here is the steer tube in the front fork can break, posing a fall hazard. And as I said earlier, there's about 2,000 of these in the United States. But the more significant recall, and the one that we were specifically talking about on the most recent episode of The Spokesman, uh, concerns both Scott and Trek bikes with SR Suntour front forks. The problem here is that the front fork could break, posing a crash hazard. And here we're talking about forks on model year 2011 through 2013 Scott and Trek bikes. Now here's the significant part. This Recall concerns about 5,200 Scott bikes, and get this, about 120,000 Trek bicycles. Uh, there's about 13 models of Scott bikes and 11 models of Trek bikes. So there's just way too many here for me to go over. If you've got a Scott bike from 2011 through 2013, or you've got a Trek bike for 2011 through 2013, uh, and it is a road bike because uh, all of the Scott bikes have 700 C wheels. It's very confusing. So here's what I recommend. Go to my website, click on the links in the show notes, and you will get the information that you need to determine whether or not your bike is covered by this recall. And if you are unsure in any way, shape, or form, take your bike to your local dealer and have it checked out to see whether or not it is covered by this recall. Again, when you're talking about 120,000 Trek bikes uh, covered by this recall and 5,200 Scott bikes, it's significant. So uh, go to your dealer, show them your bike, and find out for certain whether or not it's covered. And of course, go to the the, the show notes at thefredcast.com to see whether or not your bike is covered. All right, that's it. That does it for all of the recalls I've been saving up for you. Hopefully we won't have many more over the next coming weeks and months, but you know if we do, again, I bring them to you as soon as I get them on Facebook and Twitter. And then, of course, I bring them to you every time we do a Fredcast. So make sure that you listen and you stay connected with our social media channels. Now, before we get into our ad recap and our contact info, and then, of course, our Podsafe Cycling music, I want to say thank you specifically to our partners and friends over at IndoorCyclingMusic.com. You know, Keith over there has been providing us with Podsafe Cycling Music for a number of years. What ended up happening was uh, I was a listener to his shows, uh, originally called Cadence Revolution, and... I reached out to him because I said, you know, sometimes it takes me a long time to find appropriate Podsafe cycling music for the Fredcast, and I wanted to know whether or not he would be interested in partnering where he would provide me with a track every for every show, and then, of course, I would provide him with uh, promotional consideration. Uh, I would mention his podcast and hopefully uh, uh, help drive listenership and subscribers to what he was doing. Uh, it was just a really good symbiotic relationship. Well... I recently heard from Keith, who told me that uh, due to some really positive things happening in his day job life, that he's decided that uh, while he really loves doing IndoorCyclingMusic.com, he just no longer has the time uh, to be able to devote to that show. And as a result, unfortunately, he is shutting down that enterprise. So he provided me with one more track, and 
uh, we will we will uh, bring you that track at the very end of the show, as we always do. But I wanted to stop down right here and just say a big thank you and farewell and Godspeed to Keith and everybody over at Indoor Cycling Music because uh, they've been just a huge help to me and to my listeners. And I know many of you have subscribed to their show, and I know that you've gotten as much out of it as I have as well. So uh, a fond, fond, fond farewell to Keith. Uh, I know he'll keep in touch, but as far as indoor cycling music goes, uh, we're going to miss you guys. And thank you for everything that you've done for the Fredcast and the best of luck to you in the future. Well, that being said, of course, I also need to send thanks out to our loyal and devoted sponsors. And that would start with, first and foremost, our friends over at Jensen USA at jensenusa.com slash the Fredcast, where I've told you, you get a great selection of products at great prices and unparalleled customer service and support. Oh, and by the way, and I haven't mentioned this in a while, but one thing that you might want to check out is if you go to thefredcast.com and you go to our homepage, you'll see up at the top a link on the right-hand side that says Fred's Product Picks. I go through occasionally and I find some of my favorite products and things that I think that you will be interested in at Jensen USA, and I put those onto one page just on our website. So go check that out. Uh, and check out Jensen USA. Go to jensenusa.com slash thefredcast. Our thanks to them for their support of the Fredcast and our thanks to you for your support of Jensen USA. And of course, we also want to thank our friends over at lynda.com. That's L-Y-N-D-A.com slash Fredcast, where you can find online training videos for almost everything you're looking for. I recently switched from Aperture over to Adobe Lightroom and boom, went over to lynda.com and got lots of training there on how to transition and how to use Lightroom uh, to my best advantage. So go ahead and check them out. lynda.com slash Fredcast. And of course, you'll get a seven-day free trial just for being a listener to the Fredcast. Oh, and one more thing before we go, and that is go ahead and, uh, again, when you're at thefredcast.com, uh, click on the Fredcast store link at the top right of the page. We do still have some Fredcast, Team Fredcast socks available. Uh, so, uh, and of course, those are the Sock Guy SGX, the premium Sock Guy socks. They're in a one size fits most, so they're going to fit most of you. Uh, I've been wearing mine. I really enjoy them. I find them very, very comfortable. I know that you will as well. So go ahead and order yours today at www.thefredcast.com slash store. Now, if you want to stay in touch with the Fredcast, and I've mentioned our social media channels a couple of times on this show, the best way to do it is to go to our website, www.thefredcast.com. And remember, that's where you'll find uh, that article that I wrote about my visit, short visit to the 2014 Tour de France. I know you will enjoy that. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, also, feel free to send us an email anytime. Our email address is thefredcast at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook. Uh, at Facebook, it's facebook.com slash the Fredcast, or follow us on Twitter. The handle there is simply Fredcast. If you'd like to send us an audio greeting, you can use the SpeakPipe functionality built into our website. It's over there on the right-hand side of the page. It pops out every time you go to the website. And all you need to do is use your computer's microphone, uh, and it'll send it right through the web. Or you can call the Fredcast listener hotline at area code 661-513-FRED. That's 661-513-5733. And finally, it's time for Podsafe Cycling Music and our last track from our friends over at Indoor Cycling Music. Once again, thank you so much to you and good luck in the future. Today's track is by Jan Close and it's called Make It 
better. I hope that you enjoy this music. I'm going to be back real soon. I've got a lot more products to review. Uh, uh, people have been sending me some great stuff that I need to get out to you. So uh, I've got some travel coming up in the next week or so, but then after that, I'll be back with another episode of the Fredcast. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for staying subscribed, and thanks for telling your friends about the Fredcast Cycling Podcast. We'll be back again real soon with another episode, but between this show and the next, enjoy the music. But most of all, enjoy the ride. Stay poor all the time They call us Generation Me I care a little I care enough I Leave me be with all that stuff It's not easy Stepping out of the line But you know it happens more All of the time If you don't know care You don't know fair I know we're not so different You and I So different, you and I can make it better. You and I can make it better and help to cross that great divide. See my brother, brother on a broken street, looking for nothing but a little bit of something to feed. Someone that doesn't know where that dollar went Time to step out, step out of the line You know it happens more all of the time It's not too late to give up hate I know we're not so different You and I can make it better You and I can make it better And help to cross that great divide